listening to the Thornapple Valley Church Podcast. Thank you for joining us. Our hope is for you to be encouraged and to connect with God during this message. If you'd like to know more about Thornapple Valley Church, visit tbcweb.com. Well, again, I want to say welcome to everybody who's joining us at all of our campuses. Middleville and Delton, we love you guys and those of you who are joining us online. So here we are now, four years into 2020. What an amazing year it's been, huh? And of course, that's obviously not the truth, but does anybody ever feel that way? Oh my gosh, and of, uh, it, you know, sometimes it just, I've heard so many people say, I cannot wait for this year to be over with. I just cannot wait for 2020 to be over with. And there's been a lot of dark humor that's come along with that. A lot of it's pretty funny stuff I enjoy, like, I like this one. 2020 was a unique year, leap year. It had 29 days in February, 300 days in March, and five years in April. This maybe is one of my favorites. Uh, question, if 2020 was a drink, what would it be? Answer, a colonoscopy prep. <laughs> Some of you who are younger, you have no idea what I'm talking about, but your day is coming, all right? Let's just say that's a nasty drink. No, there's a lot of funny stuff out there about this time that we've been through, but just to be honest, so much of it hasn't been funny to me or to most of us. I mean, there's a part of me really that just kind of desperately wishes for this to all be over with, that, that we could somehow, I just want to get on with life because it feels a little bit like it's been on hold. Anybody know what I'm talking about? It's like, it feels like life has sort of been on hold until, until that particular future which we dream of, which is maybe things being feeling more normal, whatever it is, until we get there, until that happens. I mean, these days, most of us, I think, are looking with great hope for the full distribution of the vaccine, for all the things that we hope will bring an end to the pandemic and all that's involved with it, and just bring life back to a little bit of normal. It's like we have all of our eyes fixed firmly out there. You know, when we say that, well, this has finally come to an end, it's finally done. Of course, that's nothing new. Actually, my personal opinion is, is that most of us are very much future-oriented. I think that's a, a predominant culture in the Western world. I mean, we're all about the next new thing, the next improved thing, the next cool, innovative thing. Can't wait to get the next iteration of the watch or of this phone or whatever it is. We want this. We like those things. And I think it's great. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it's good to hope and look to the future. I think it's good to plan. I think it's all that's good. But I wonder sometimes, and maybe this is just me, I, I actually wonder sometimes if maybe all this future look comes at a steeper price than we realize. Because sometimes, sometimes we're so, we're so intently looking out into the future that we miss right now. You know you can, you know you can do that, don't you? You can be so focused on what you hope will happen, what you, what you anticipate, that you actually, it's like you miss what is happening right now in this moment. And I know, I actually talked about this recently here at TVC, and, and actually this last week, our lead pastor Dan gave a great talk around this subject, just a quick talk, but it was so good. But I felt compelled, really, by the Holy Spirit to talk about this thing once again, because because I think a lot of us are guilty of this. It's like we're so focused on what we want to happen 
that we're just blowing right by the life that is happening right now and we're missing it. In fact, I think this can become a lifestyle for people. Want my opinion? Some of you, you're watching online, you're in Delton, maybe you're in Middleville, you're doing it right now. (laughs) You're you're listening, you know, maybe you're sitting in your living room watching it online or maybe you're sitting here in this auditorium and, and you're listening and you've got kind of one ear listening to what I'm saying, but there's another part of you that's thinking about what's coming up next. Come on, is there any truth in that? And see, a lot of you can't even answer yes because you're so fixed on what's out there, you didn't even hear what I said. And this becomes, this becomes for many of us, this is just what we do. So while your body is wherever it is right now, your mind and, and, and a lot of your heart is, is kind of out there. And so subsequently, you're not fully here, wherever you are. And if you're not careful, and folks, I know this because this has been, I've talked about, this has been a lifelong struggle for me. If you're not careful, whatever moment you're actually in, it's like the present just gets lost. You just blow on past it because you're, you're out for that next thing. Maybe it's a sunset or maybe it's a person that, that maybe just needs a word of encouragement from you or someone in your family or whatever it is, but you, it's like you just miss it because you're, you're, you're waiting for something to happen or you're looking for something to happen. Probably one of the most, really, in my opinion, one of the most perfect visual illustrations of this is happening right now all around the world at this Christmas time. It's kids opening gifts. Now, tell me, parents, if you do not recognize this. So, so it, this, this is how it works for everybody. It's like, you know, whether you do it Christmas Eve or you do it Christmas morning or whatever your tradition is, you know, your kids are going to have a time when you've got gifts and they can open those gifts. So you know what it's like. Like there's a pile of gifts and the kids are all excited and they're looking at you and you're like, you're like nodding like, okay, go ahead. And so they run over and they grab a gift and they rip it open and they're so excited. They look at it. Oh, this is just, thank you so, thank you so much. And they're happy and you're kind of happy. But if you're an astute parent, every parent knows what I'm talking about, you're aware that while with one eye they're looking at you going, thank you, but the other eye is twisted over looking at the pile of what's left. <laughs> Come on, is that true? And if they weren't afraid of making you sad or something, they'd drop this thing, kick it off to the side, and it'd be gone. And they would be diving in that pile. And I'm not criticizing the kids because this is a truth for all of us. Come on, is that true? Even as adults we do this. We'll sometimes, we'll throw the moment that we are in away in the anticipation of what we might get next. And so we miss this time because we're consumed by the next thing. And as I said, this idea of being in the moment for me, I'm just being honest with you here. This has been a lifelong struggle. And I'll be, I'll, be, I'll be truthful with you. I'm not even fully sure why this is. But I'm just always thinking about the next thing, and, so, and I'm so often missing what I'm in. And sometimes even strangers notice it. So, like, this has been quite a few years ago, but Ann and I were on the other side of the state in Frankenmuth. You're familiar with Frankenmuth, right? And many of you are going, oh, yeah, you went to Bronner's. No, that's like a visit to Hades in my book, all right? <laughs> I don't go to Bronner's. We go to the place where they serve those family-style chicken dinners, baby. Yeah, where it's all you can eat. So, you know, this has always been my philosophy. If you can, all you can eat, then you eat all you can and a little bit more. 
And so we're there at this place, we're eating, and I've been there numerous times in the past, and I've been there numerous times since, but we're there eating, and I'm just, you know, they bring you all this food, and then they bring you a platter of chicken, and I'm just eating and going, if I get this polished off, I can get to the next platter, you know, they'll bring me more, and I'm eating like that, and the gal, bless her heart, who was serving us, she walked up, and she stood over me, and she's looking at me, and I'm like, hmm, you know, like, I, like what, do you, what do you want? She goes, if you don't slow down, I'm not bringing you any more. I'd never seen this woman in my life. And I'm like, I'm sorry? And she goes, she pointed at the food and she said, this was meant to be enjoyed. And there I am in Frankenmuth hanging my head in shame. <laughs> a little grease dripping off my chin. She was right. And I don't even know why. It's like, what is wrong with you? I should be just enjoying a meal with my wife, but I'm just driving to get to the next. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And so instead of living in this moment and enjoying this moment, it's like I am completely missing it. And I am absolutely convinced that this is why Jesus made a very powerful statement. And you find it in Matthew chapter 6. This is verse 34. Jesus says, look at it so powerful. He says, give your entire attention to what God is doing. What? Right now, right now, right now. And don't get worked up about what may or may not happen tomorrow. God will help you deal with Whatever hard things come up when the time comes. See, I think he said this because he knows what we're like. He knows that we have this propensity in all of us at different levels and in different cases it looks differently. But in all of us there's this ability to just like lose what's happening for what we hope will happen. And miss, get this, and miss the very thing he came to bring. You understand that's what Advent is all about. God come to man, God becomes man so that he might offer himself in our place so that we could have life. Now let's you know a little secret. Life is only lived in the now. It's only ever lived in the now. And that's what he came for. Can I just say to some of you and Look, I, I understand this, but some of you, you feel like, if I could just get a bit, I hate my stinking job, I hate going there, or I hate going to this school, or if I could just get this, if I could, listen, don't make the mistake of missing your life while you're waiting for the perfect job, or the perfect school, or the perfect situation, or the perfect husband. There's none out there. Can I just tell you that in advance? <laughs> don't miss your life. Listen to me, don't miss your life waiting for those things because life only happens right now. Solomon the wise man said it so well when he was talking about people. This is what he said in Ecclesiastes 3. He said, I realize that the best thing for them, for people, is just to be happy and enjoy themselves as long as they live. God wants all people to eat and to drink and be happy. Look at this now, look at this. To be happy in their what? And their work. And notice it doesn't say when they get the perfect job, it just says be happy in their work. And he says, and this is a gift from God. This is a gift from God. That you find in your life that you don't just go through your days, but you live in them. And see, the key to changing this is not is 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 it's not something that you do one time. It's an ongoing lifetime process where you have to stop continually and keep choosing to be in this moment because that's where the joy is found, in this moment. Not out there because you don't live out there. You live right now. 
And that's where the joy that Jesus came to give us is found. You know, if you look at the life of Jesus, he lived that joy. And this is an interesting thing about Jesus. I don't know how else to say it, but Jesus was just present. Wherever he was, he was just present. And so interruptions didn't wreck him and crazy circumstances didn't leave him scattered and distraught. He was just living in whatever the moment is because that's who God is. When he spoke to Moses, he said, he called himself, I am, not I am who was or who will be. He just said, I am because God is in the present. Folks, all I really want to do this Christmas is just challenge us into I'm talking to me first. Don't miss this. Don't miss this. Because you think it's hard or because you think it's difficult, don't miss this. As hard and as sad as things might feel right now, what hasn't changed is God's amazing gift to us. He came so that we might have life, which is lived now. And I'll tell you something. It's not only the best gift you can receive to live in the present. Listen to me. It's the best gift you can give. Some of you have heard me talk about my mom who three months after I was born was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis. My mom never from that point on found it easy to walk. It was very hard for her and she was in an ongoing way exhausted. And I had such love and such admiration for my mom who's been gone 16 years now. And I was thinking back about this woman who loved me so much just recently. And I was thinking, I don't think of all the years she bought me Christmas gifts. It's crazy, but I don't think I can remember a single Christmas gift she gave me. And I know some of you are like, that's because you're old and you can't remember anything. No, I can't remember. I don't think a single Christmas gift she gave me. But I tell you what I can remember so many times where she was just present with me in that moment. I've shared this before, but when I was 10, maybe 12, somewhere in there, way too old for what happened to have happened, but I woke up in the middle of the night one night and I had wet the bed. And when I realized what I'd done, I just burst out in tears because I was so humiliated. How could you? I was too old. It should not have happened. And I'm crying. And the only thing I could think is, is I need to tell mom. And so I get up. She's on the other end of the house. I walk dripping all the way over to my parents' bedroom. I walk in quietly to my mom's side of the bed because I'm not stupid, first of all. And I just stood beside the bed and I was just crying. I was crying softly, trying to be quiet. And she woke up and shook me. She said, Jeff, what's wrong? And I said, I went bed. She said, oh, honey. And she got up and she said, let's go. And she had to lean on me because that's what mom did when she walked because it was so hard for her. And she leaned on me as we walked the other side of the house. She said, you go in and take a shower. I will get you clean pajamas and I will change your sheets and then you come and get in bed. So I'm in the shower whimpering and crying. And I get out and there's those fresh pajamas that I put them on. And I go into my bedroom and she's got clean sheets on. It's pulled back and she tucks me in and then she gets in beside me. And she was just there. Now, I can't remember any Christmas presents that she probably agonized over, but I remember that. Because being present is not just the best gift you get, it is the best gift you give. Don't miss that this year. Don't miss that. I know some of you are in a dark place right now, and I would say to you, I know it's hard. I know that emotion. But even 
that is meant to be lived in the now. And so this is my challenge. Don't make the mistake of waiting to live this Christmas, whatever it looks like for you, whoever celebrates it with you, however, whether you're a loner with a bunch of people illegally or whatever you're doing. <laughs> please, 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 just be there. Just be in the moment. Stop complaining about mass and all the issues and the politics and just be in the moment because God is in the moment with you and his arms are wide and his love is deep. Amen? And if you're someone who would say, I'm, I've never been all that close to God, I don't feel very close to him, this is a time when you can make that choice to move in his direction. You can do that right now. In fact, I would tell you this, I think this is amazing, that if you just want someone to talk to, someone to listen to you, someone to encourage you, someone to pray with you, we have people that would love to do that. If you will simply text TVC Hope, that's as one word, you'll see it on the screen. If you're watching online, if you're at one of our campuses, just text TVC Hope to 77948. We will respond to you. There are people who said, even during the holidays, I will be there because they know what it's like to receive the hope that God gives. And they would love to hear you and pray with you and encourage you in any way they can. But if that's you and you feel like, man, I'm far from God, maybe you've never made the decision to follow Christ or maybe you did but you've wandered, I'd love to pray with you right now. Would you all join me in prayer? And if that's you and you need to do that, just say, God, I need you in my life. Just say those words. I need you in my life. And then tell him, I'm asking you to come in and take charge of my life. You don't have to say those exact words, but just say, I'm asking you, come in, Jesus. I give you my life. You don't have to understand it all. You don't have to have it all figured out. You just have to open up your heart. Come in, take charge of my life, Jesus. I give you my heart. And for every person who prayed that now, we pray your blessing, God. We pray that you'd move in their lives. We pray that you'd touch their hearts. And for every person now listening to this, I just pray help us, help us to live fully with you in this moment. In Jesus' name, let's say together, amen. Thank you for listening to the Thornapple Valley Church Podcast. If you found this message encouraging, we invite you to share it. For more information, visit tvcweb.com.